Oh, hell yeah. That's right. An exclusive with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Keep your ears on this podcast feed from Sports Kita for even more Stone Cold exclusives in the days ahead. We, by chance, got hooked up as a tag team. I didn't like it because I didn't really understand tag team wrestling. But as Brian and I traveled together, we became very, very close. I was trying to ask you about uh, young, stunning Steve Austin against Stone Cold in a dream match. Stunning Steve Austin wouldn't have stand it a chance. Oh, you know, he, was, he had a, somewhat of a technician. Uh, and you know, I, I really, a lot of people do this to try to model their career after someone else. And I was trying to model my career at that time to Nature Boy Ric Flair, because I thought he was uh, the greatest thing going and uh, the way he traveled all over the world defending the world championship. I was modeling my game after the nature boy and, you know, there's never going to be another one of him. No. And I turned into Stone Cold uh, due to some physical limitations, but made those into, I made limitations into assets and developed the attitude and the persona and the showbiz part of it and the swagger and, and the attitude. Uh, maybe I should help usher in attitude along with several other people. Oh yeah, I mean that attitude era was uh... as great of an athlete as a stunning Steve was. Uh, the, the experience factor and the mean streak of Stone Cold, he would have crushed stunning Steve. Okay, all right, that's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, tell us, kind of, I know we're not going to do a long piece on this, but uh, I'm sure you miss your old friend Brian Pillman. Now his son is uh, wrestling now, and uh, yeah, Brian, I knew Brian very well too, and he was a, he was the hell of a character. When somebody mentions his name to you, what's the first thing you think about? Cutting edge. He was one of those guys that was out there, all, you know, in front. You know, he he was a smaller guy. Even going back to his high school, his football days, his college days, the few pro days that he had, Brian was a tough SOB, and he was just a, he was a man's man. Uh, we, by chance, got hooked up as a tag team. I didn't like it because I didn't really understand tag team wrestling. But as Brian and I traveled together, we became very, very close. I remember. And he turned in to be one of the best friends I had in the business. And I loved working as a tag with him. And we started off on a, a run that no one would have figured. Him and his Bengal trunks, me and those stupid psychedelic trunks that I used to I have. I took pictures of that stuff. And then we, then we developed, you know, the Hollywood Blonde thing, which was all his idea. Yeah. And so here was these two badass talents with a hell of a tag team, and they weren't even trying to give a give us a push, and we won the tag titles and started to get over, and they split us up. Had Flying Brian and Stunning Steve remained together for another five years. First of all, I wouldn't have had the Stone Cold career probably. That's right. But the Hollywood Blondes would have been uh, in the conversation as one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Yeah. And I don't put us in that conversation now because we weren't together long enough. And that would, that would be a complete disservice to all the dedicated tag teams that were out there uh, that, that really specialize in tag team wrestling. So we're not in the conversation, but we could have been. Okay. You mentioned Ric Flair um, at the end of uh, August. 2022 he's uh a july rather 2022 he's uh making his final match um what's your reaction 
Well, it's going to be his final match, so I guess he, he's in the mood to have one more go and to prove he was the man. And, you know, I've said said before, just, just in talking to you, I think he was the greatest, you know, traveling world champion that, that there ever was. <laughs> There's the reason he had the belt uh, as, as, as many times as he did because he was that damn good. Yeah, he lived the lifestyle on the road, just like uh, to the nth degree, let's say. But for him to have his final match, I wish him nothing but the best. I hold him in the highest regard and uh, have the highest respect for him. And uh, I'm behind every, you know, everything he does in the ring. So I'll, I'll look forward to seeing it. I, I wish I could be there in person, but I, again, I, I'm not traveling anywhere right now. But yeah. I wish him all the best, and I, I know it's going to turn out great. And I can't can't wait to watch it. Okay, me too. Same thing. By the way. Since you mentioned, you know, there was another nature boy before him when I was growing up, Buddy Rogers. And I got I got a shock for you in my in my book here. In my book, which by the way, I have to ask you, is wrestling fixed? Well, I didn't know it was broken. Thank you. In my book, I have something you didn't know that the other nature boy was the first guy to do something before you did it. There he is giving me the bird in a restaurant in Florida. Awesome. That was before Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know what, man, that, that guy, man, I've seen some old footage of him, not a whole lot because it was, a, it was a ways back, but man, he was pretty much ahead of his time with respect to a lot of the high spots he did. So I, everybody I've ever talked to spoke so highly of the guy and, and he was a bumping machine. And so he, he was one of the all-time greats. I wish I could see more of his work. Yeah. Uh, but you know, going back to those days, for a guy like him at that time to be flying the middle uh, fingers in the ring, taboo. Couldn't get away with it. Oh yeah, no. So the timing, yeah, you can mess around in a picture and do it, but you couldn't <laughs> do it in the ring. So it just turns out that maybe the, the timing was right when I did it. Yeah. And they asked me not to do it, but I said, no, I'm going to do it. And they, they wanted me to come up with a whole different hand signal. Vince did specifically. And he goes, can you? Because Diamond Dallas Page was given the diamond, right? Yeah. And everybody would go like that with him. He goes, can you come up with a different signal that everybody else could do? I looked him dead in the eyes. I said, no. And I kept flying the middle fingers and we kept climbing up. We started whipping their ass in the ratings and we had a hell of a crew and one thing led to another, but it's nice to see a picture of you and Buddy Rogers. He truly was one of the great ones. Yeah, he, I, I grew up wanting to be him and Raka and a bunch of other guys. And uh, uh, he never never cursed or anything. You know, it was back in the day where you couldn't say anything. You were on TV. And and that and he was also, he was he was a, he was a gentleman and he was just, he, he was absolutely terrific.